What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to WJMS Radio. This is Inside BKC, powered by Trendy Trippin. Inside BKC is our brand new podcast that seeks to spotlight all of the creatives working inside the Brooklyn Commons locations, both in Flatbush and in Bushwick here. I am very, very excited because every time we do this podcast, we bring somebody new and cool to the, the radio station and to Trendy Trippin, and I'm so happy that every single time we do this, it's just been an overwhelmingly positive experience, and I, I feel like we're making really significant connections within the building. So I have special guest Jordan Rosenblum with me who is the founder of Good Boy Pictures. Very, very excited to talk to you. First of all, welcome to the show, but also your office is really, really nice. So I just want to ask like, who decorated this for you and can I get their phone number? Because I got some spaces they can take a look at. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, we didn't have one decorator, there's a few of us. My friend Abby, Caitlin, and uh, Miriam. There was a bunch of us, we all kind of chipped in and, you know, brought the space together. It's not done yet though. We still <laughs> we want to add plans get a nice monitor across from here and do movie screenings. Oh, all right. Okay. I like it. I like it. So, all right. So we're here to talk about Good Boy Pictures and all of the awesome things that you're doing, as well as how long you've been in the space and just sort of what attracted you to the space. So first and foremost, can you give the audience a little bit of a description as to who you are and how Good Boy Pictures actually started? Sure. Um, Good Boy Pictures is a production and post house based here in Brooklyn. Most of the work we do is post-production, so that's all editing, coordinating with color, sound design, visual effects, that sort of thing. And then we're also heavily involved with everything that comes before that, so all the shooting, pre-production. Um, we've been in this space for about 14 months now. We were one of the first people to move in um, <laughs> in May of 2017. Okay. And yeah, we love it here. I mean, I have spent way too many hours here, but uh, but no, this has become a, a second home. So you're like an OG. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So when you started Good Boy Pictures, did it start and get born in this building here, or did it start and then you guys moved to the space? So No Fun Productions used to work in this office okay. at Nussbaum and Zach Stone, and they worked in the other Brooklyn Commerce location. Okay. And then I started working with them over a year ago, and we worked here for about six, seven months, and then since then they've moved on to some other projects and I kind of took over the space and continued what we were doing together and extended from there. Gotcha. All right, so talk to us a little bit about some of the clients that you've had because I, you know, you've worked with Little Kim, you work with Dave East who is super duper underrated in the uh, in the game and also you've worked with Designer which is really exciting. So can you talk a little bit about how you've acquired the clientele that you've gotten and, and just sort of some of the things that you do for them? Yeah, uh, a frequent collaborator of mine, Sebastian Stady, was working at Def Jam He's no longer there right now, uh, but was working at Def Jam for about a year. So through that connection, just you know, built many relationships with people at the label, and I kind of became their go-to editor for a lot of these music videos. And yeah, just then you receive jobs through word of mouth, and people just knowing what you do and like what you do. So we continue to work with Def Jam, and from there we kind of expanded out to do some stuff with Atlantic and you know, whole. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of these music labels here in New York. Okay. So that's really, really exciting. So, you know, since he's no longer with Def Jam, how are you currently acquiring your clientele? I mean, we still work with Def Jam. He used to be an employee of them. Okay. So he's no longer an employee, but he still works with them. Okay. And uh, so do I. So they usually would contract us to do a job, buy the job, and we just have a pretty solid working relationship with the people there that the work, if you want to continue it, keeps, uh, keeps coming. 
Okay, that's excellent. So I know you don't obviously do your filming in here. I mean, it'd be a really awesome backdrop for a lot of music videos and a lot of scenes, but where exactly or, you know, where are some of the places that you guys do the work, you know, and, and do a bulk of your recording? A lot of the videos were shot in LA. Um, some of them here in warehouses here. I shot a short film myself in New Jersey recently. Um, the most recent video that I directed for Def Jam was shot in LA. We shot in a movie vehicle on the Pacific <laughs> Coast Highway. Oh, okay. And uh, in a studio there in, in um, Vernon, outside of LA. Most of the videos are shot there, and then they either send a hard drive back, or I'd be there at the shoot, take the hard drive back, and then work on the cut here and, and send it uh, send it over here. Hmm. So, has there ever been a time where you've had to like? So, obviously, we're in New York, ladies and gentlemen, of course. So, has there ever been a time where you've like gotten all the footage, got back here, and you're like? <laughs> I can't or, use any of this. Can, yeah. It's never been, I can't, can't use any of this because, okay. um, you know, the people who work with are pretty talented. They're good at what they do. But every project has its own challenges. And, you know, you're usually sifting through on an average music video four to six hours of raw footage. Mm-hmm. So you're watching everything and you're pulling your selects. Selects are just like small clips out of the raw footage that you think look good and have an eye for what you think will work that has movement and has energy and then from the six hours you usually whittle that down to an hour and then you whittle the hour down to about 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then out of that 20 minutes you cut know, three to four minutes <laughs> video right? okay so it's from six hours to three minutes that's a lot of uh, a lot of editing <laughs> a lot of editing yeah but we do mostly in this office I mean, you guys, you said you fly out to L.A. and stuff like that and you record the videos there. Is it is it Good Boy Pictures that comes up with the concept for the video or does Def Jam kind of give you an idea for what they're looking for and kind of let you guys run with it a little bit? It depends bit? on the project. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes the artists will come and say they want their video to be set in the car. Sometimes they'll say they want a robbery and then you have to kind of work around it. And um, figure out how to do it. Sometimes you're starting with a clean slate. It really depends on the project or, or the artist. Yeah. Is it tougher to start with a clean slate, would you say, than to have an artist who has a very specific vision? Because sometimes even with a specific vision, it kind of makes your job a nightmare because it doesn't give you any wiggle room. Yes, but sometimes if you have a limitation to work around, it almost forces you to be more creative versus starting with a completely blank slate where you can do anything. But the biggest limitation with music videos are the budgets themselves. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things you can do with a 10K video, 20, 30, 40, 50. That's the main limitation. It just affects the kind of ideas you're going to come up with. Yeah. That's interesting. So, I mean, you know, nowadays, of course, everybody's kind of doing things on their own. Everyone thinks they're an entrepreneur, you know. So, have you found that business has slowed a little bit? Because you don't see as many music videos nowadays. Like, I know Vivo is popular and they still put some things out. But I feel like the music video game has not necessarily slowed a lot. But there's definitely been a scale back, you know, where people feel like they can get more promotion just kind of, you know just putting things out on social media, you know, right. and putting things out on streaming services like Tidal and things like that. So right. have you guys, as Good Boy Pictures, seen any decline or any, you know, sort of taper off in terms of music videos and stuff lately? No, I mean, if anything, I think there's probably more content than ever, but because there is, like, the, the value of each music video goes down. Yeah. Just because there's so much. Yeah. So back in, like, the late 90s and early 2000s, the music video was like, a pretty big deal. You talk it was. About it for a while, <laughs> but now there's, you know... Even if you make an incredible video, people will talk about it for two Five minutes. three days. Yeah, like yeah. A day, get lucky two days, and then it's on to the next thing. So there's so much content. So while each piece yes. may be less significant, there's definitely a ton of opportunity and work out there. I, it's, 
I mean, I, I find it, it is kind of funny because what you said is hilarious. Like, when you're younger, a music video came out and you're like, oh, he dropped a music video. He should yeah. drop a music video for this. Let's watch it. Let's check it out. You know, and right. it was a big deal. Now it's like you search, you know, an artist's name in YouTube and you're like, oh, they put a video up for that? Oh, yeah. all right, cool. I didn't even yeah. know that was single. You know what I mean? So. I mean, statistics <laughs> also show that people don't even watch full music videos now. They'll yeah. watch the first 40 seconds yeah. and maybe skip. Um, but that's a product of the Instagram, Instagram. culture and Instagram and Twitter. I'm honestly very much against it. Like, I don't think it's doing any good for at least the art form that I'm interested in. Yeah. Some people love very snappable, very, like, sexy, super, not superficial, but just, uh, it's very ephemeral. Like, it doesn't yeah. last all that long. And I'm not necessarily as interested in that as long-form uh, feature content and narrative content. That's yeah. what I love the most, and that's where I want to end up. But, uh, yeah, you have, it's a different kind of mindset, and we don't even yet quite know what it's doing to the industry, but we're starting to see. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, I can t- speak from my own personal, you know, experience. Like, your attention span just, it dwindles, you know what I mean? Like, there's if there's a video on Facebook that's more than, like, two minutes, I'm like, eh, yeah. like, you know. And then now Facebook has put ads in the middle of them, and they show up, like, right as you're getting yeah. to the good part. And you're like, right. is somebody sitting here? I'm like, watch these videos to figure out where they could do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and it's, a, you know, um, it's I'm annoying. I'm old-fashioned, I don't know. Because yeah. I, I came into it with a love of, of movies yeah. and storytelling. Yeah. And I find, as much as I love the craft of making music videos, I love working with these people, these artists, yeah. It um, I don't think it's as sustainable a medium as, as long-form storytelling, narrative storytelling. Yeah. It becomes... I don't know if I can say this in the you, interview. Hey, you can say whatever you want to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it becomes a little bit more of a popularity contest. Yeah. Less about the art itself. Yeah. It's more about what it means to be doing the art than the actual content of what it is. Yeah. It's just something I've been thinking a lot about recently. Well, I mean, you know, you say you might want to edit this kind of stuff out. I don't because honestly, these are the conversations that you need to have. You right. know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have, like you said, a ephemeral. <laughs> an interview with you like I want to you know get down to the nitty gritty and talk about the stuff behind the scenes and the ins and outs and the ups and downs of right. what you guys do because I feel like yeah. when you don't talk about the bad that comes with running a business you do a disservice to people right. you know like and I say that because people always think oh you're an entrepreneur you know you started your business and now you're making all this money and life is great right. and it's not that you know right. like there's a whole process to this there's a right. it's a roller coaster ride of ups and downs so I feel like if you just give everybody the ups and you don't talk about the downs Right. You know, you're not really painting a clear picture. Because people are only sharing only the ups. The ups. No it's nothing but ups on Instagram. <laughs> and after a while, I mean, it's uh, there's a ton of good work on Instagram, but it's still very artificial. Yeah. And people are only projecting what it is they want others to see. And you only get a minute. Yeah. Like one minute max. You get a minute, and that affects the kind of content you make, and and it's fun. I, I do. I do. I mean, I love doing it. The act of actually doing it. Yeah. That'll never change. The craft of you know being behind a camera, being on set sitting in an edit room here until 5 a.m. and sleeping <laughs> for two hours and coming back. Yeah. I mean, I still love that, but you have to be passionate about the art form itself and not just in the craft of doing something. Yeah. And music videos are a very different ballgame than movies. They are. Mm-hmm. And many directors, creative editors, it tends to be a path that people, people follow. They do a lot of work in music videos, they yeah. get into commercials, then they get into more long-form stuff, if it's what they want. Um, but I do think that because of these limited attention spans, the, I don't know, we're, we're losing sight of what got a lot of people in this game to begin with. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, I think uh, something that goes along with that as well as speaking to the diminishing um, sort of attention span of people is I will say Snapchat. I think Snapchat yeah. introduced an entirely new aspect to the, the you know diminishing attention right. span where they're, when their videos disappear after 24 hours right. because now you're creating this culture of let's create a quick video that's going to spark interest for just 24 hours and then yeah. disappear you know right. in, in terms of music videos you know it's, right. it's the same thing where you know Snapchat's creating this idea of everything is only here for 24 hours so do your best for 24 hours and then it's going to be gone and I feel like it's starting to spill over into other things like the same way Facebook has now got stories that disappear Instagram right. has stories that disappear they've all adopted the same kind of attitude and culture within them, the social media platform itself, that is, it's only temporary, it's only going to be a short-lived thing, right. and it, it does, it affects, it spills out and affects other other aspects of arts and crafts. And it has its own value, and not to knock on that, it's its own, we just have to acknowledge that it's a different form. Yeah. It's not the same, and you can't make the same content for that form that you would for, you know, a TV show or a movie or even a short film. It's yeah. Just, we think of them as the same because at the end of the day it's just visuals and sound, but it's their function is completely different. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to realize that having been doing this a lot now for working with Good Boy for about a year and a half and um, just wondering like where it goes from here, what, yeah. the, what the next five years are. And that was going to be my next question yeah. to you is, you know, what's coming up on the horizon for Good Boy? Like, and, and do you have any potential collaborations that you can tell you can actually talk to us about? A lot of folks in the building have things happening that they're like, "Well, I can't talk about it just yet." So, whatever you can share with the audience yeah. in terms of, of upcoming events and upcoming things on the horizon would be great. Yeah, we're finishing a music video right now with Jackie Cruz. She's uh, she plays Flocka on Orange Is the New Black. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do after this interview. Shout out to Orange Is the New Black yeah. today. It airs. I cannot wait to binge all weekend. Comes back today. Yeah. Yep. So she's hoping to release that soon. And uh, so there's two videos there we're about to finish up. Um, there was a Def Jam shoot a few days ago on Monday. I'm not editing it, but I'll be involved more as like a post producer, so that'll be done. Okay. And then we're releasing another video with an artist named Hero Bay. I don't know if you know. It's Romeo, oh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet Project. Um, that should come out in a couple weeks. Um, and aside from that, um, there was this branded content campaign we'll probably do in August with um, Adidas. There was talking to them okay. um, and then yeah I mean personally though over the summer I like to spend a lot of time writing and um, working on my own narrative things okay. it's a, it's, it's, last summer was crazy mm-hmm. every single day we were here you know 18 hour days day yeah. after day after day that's a lot kind of made a conscious decision to say okay I want to work this summer but I don't want to kill myself yeah um, I hear you because if you work so hard for that long you do notice that you know, burnout is a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely uh, a thing. I can speak to that personally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was going to say, you know, with the last few minutes here we have before we wrap the interview, <laughs> what are some of the things that you like to do outside of Good Boy, you know, Good Boy Pictures? So, what do I like to do? Um, you know, aside from writing, of course, and, and developing other creative content for your platforms, you know, what right. other things do you do to enjoy your summer or to just enjoy to your enjoy summer? Enjoy my summer? Um, well, I am traveling a bit. I'm going to Europe for 10 days. Hey, okay. Yeah, soon. So I don't really, I never do that because I... Do you need like a radio station to go with you and just like document it all? Because like I yeah. could totally make that happen if necessary. If you want, <laughs> you want, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my brother's going to be in Germany, so I'm going to meet him. And I haven't taken like 10 days off like that in, I don't know, five years. It's wow. Just, it's been a while. It's exciting to think um, about. So I guess you could say travel. Um, yeah. But other than that, writing, you know friends, exploring, going home. I'm from Canada, actually, so I go home okay. a few times a year. 
a year. Um, yeah, I mean, main project on the horizon for me right now is I'm trying to finish my first feature narrative script um, with hope of shopping that around over the next year or so. Okay. And um, yeah. It's pretty cool. That's well. So before we wrap the interview and I give you an opportunity to shout out your contact information and where folks can find and follow Good Boy Pictures, um, I want to ask what brought you to Brooklyn Commons in the first place? What was it about this building that attracted you as a business owner, as a, produ as a producer, and all of that to this building? Right. Um, well, Matt and Zach were really who brought me onto this because they've, they worked at the other location yeah. and they loved the community and um, they were just so enthusiastic about all the people they've met and the networking opportunities they had. So that's what I was interested in, and um, yeah, everybody in the building has been so nice, just so accommodating, <laughs> and you know, they, they all want to see us all succeed, and yeah. you know, it's been amazing here, I've, I've absolutely loved working here, and, and but I did work here a lot at the beginning when it was a lot quieter, so it's nicer now, it's doing busier. a lot more of these networking things, the building's filling up, yeah. it wasn't like that way for the first few months, um, but it is exciting now to be here this time. Okay. And you know, I, like I mentioned earlier in the show, there are a lot of creatives and a lot of different businesses and brands and, and just people working in the building here. Is there anybody in particular that you would like to collaborate with, like any group of people or any sort of genre of people that you'd be interested in working with and maybe creating a network or a partnership within the building? I work with anyone. I mean, I know Cody, those guys from Briefing Films. Have they done an interview yet? Not yet. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd love to work on something with them. I was just speaking to Cody recently. Um, talented guys and no I, I'd love to know more about who's in the building some of the new people who have moved in and yeah. see where we could collaborate okay Excellent. Well, Jordan, I'm going to wrap up the interview, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to give your contact information, where people can get in touch with you, and where people can find and follow Good Boy Pictures. Um, we don't have much of a social media presence, but we actually are. <laughs> we're, we're revamping, I should mention, all of Good Boy, probably to a new company name. Okay. We're probably going to go by... I won't say it yet because it's still say. But we are rebranding <laughs> everything, so once we do that, we'll um, have a new website, a social presence. But for now, if you want to reach me, um, it would be at my website, storyrosalind.com um, or goodboypictures.com, and uh, or stop by my office, uh, 449 <laughs> or 459th. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. One of them. Just knock until you find. <laughs> But, uh, All right. No, thank you so much. For, Great. No. For chatting. Thank you for being so flexible. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. I'm really, really excited to uh, see some of the things you roll out. And again, listen, if you need someone to go to Europe, just let me know. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I hope to see you around the building a little more, too. Of course. Thank All right. You. So, folks, we'll be back again with a brand new episode of Inside BKC powered by Trendy Trippin. Make sure you stay tuned and make sure you keep it locked. If you're interested in catching up with any of the folks that we interview, you can check out our social media and you can also check out the show page on the website and all that information will be up. So I want to shout out Joanne for setting all of these things up. Shout out to Brooklyn Commons for bringing all these creative, great people together. And of course, WJMS will always be in the house as long as I am welcome here. And we will be back again with a brand new episode with a brand new creative. So make sure you're tuned in every single week to Inside BKC and we'll see you next time. <laughs>